1: there and welcome to this week's episode of All Things Therapy. Today is episode 272 and I just want to thank you for those of you who have been leaving written views and star so much and it helps us as podcasters to get our show in front of a larger audience. So if you have not subscribed, written a review and given a star rating, I invite you to do that on the platform that you listen from. Additionally, I am taking new clients. If you want to take a dive into your own personal astrology, it's a paradigm that I created through my book having to do with healing our deepest core wounds, areas of vulnerability through empathy and self-forgiveness. I welcome you to reach out through my website, which is NOLA Therapy. It stands for New Orleans, Los Angeles therapy.com. And on social media, you can find me at NOLA therapy on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. I want to give a shout out to my sponsor, Audible, and I love audiobooks. I was just listening to one yesterday, Florence Scovel Shen, a book she wrote, I believe, back in the 20s, having to do with opening to our intuition, how to affirm the things in our lives which we desire to create and manifest. And as my listener, Audible will give you a 30-day trial subscription as long as as well as an audiobook download of your choice for free. Check that out at audibletrial.com forward slash all things therapy. And my book is available there. I am the narrator for my own audiobook. It was one of the most awesome experiences to date to be in a studio speaking my material often having to start over, if my stomach would start growling, the microphone was so sensitive. It was just such a unique experience. And I'd love for you to have my book in that form with me reading it to you. That's audibletrial.com forward slash all things therapy. And then finding me at nolatherapy.com. I want to move into the segment of the show with my guest. She is wonderful, a bright. Light and star today we are with Britt Madrid. She is an actress she's the executive producer and host of the late night talk show called B Zen TV on ABC in Dallas Texas. She's also the host of B Zen with Brit podcast found everywhere podcasts are offered and both her talk show and her podcast are inspirational as it's her passion to connect us as listeners and viewers with thought leaders and change makers to expand our own personal beliefs in what is possible. And today we're going to talk more about that with Britt. However, pri- prior to having her own shows, she was a sideline reporter and host for Time Warner Cable Sports and ESPN2, which I think is so cool. She, as well has acted in advertisements for international brands like BMW and Verizon. Britt, welcome to our show today.
2: Lisa, thank you for that introduction. I was like, I forgot about all that stuff. Thank you so much. That was so kind, and I'm happy to be here. I'm a huge fan of your show, and I can't wait to talk about all these topics.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I'm really thrilled to have you because you bring such a dynamic perspective. And one of the first questions I thought to ask you is how did you personally become interested in inspirational self, self-help self and personal transformation? Because that's such a part of your work on your TV show and your podcast.
2: Well, Lisa, I feel like, you know, just like with most people, and I'm sure most of your listeners or people watching I came to the self-help genre through necessity. Mm -hmm. I went through a lot of different things, you know, in my childhood, as far as, you know, the different types of trauma and something that I think that you and I kind of touched on before when it comes to Chiron and, you know, just the wounds, the wounds that we face in life. I'm a very sensitive soul, always have been. So I think I kind of gravitated towards the self-help realm very early on. And then I got a degree in philosophy. Oh, yeah. I just felt like um, I needed this kind of information. I didn't, I love my family, but I didn't necessarily get the type of nurturing that I needed when I was younger. So I had to find it myself. So I have a real heart for other people who might be in that situation too. So I hear that you had the
1: awareness that you didn't get all the skills that you needed. I found myself in the same place and I turned Mm -hmm. to therapy being a, a client in therapy, which led me to want, to be a therapist. I'm curious really? about,
2: yeah, for Wow, you. that's so cool.
1: Yeah, my first therapist was amazing and I knew this is what I want to spend my life doing.
2: Oh my gosh, that's awesome, Lisa, yeah, wow.
1: Yeah, and I'm curious then, how did you find TV and ESPN2 and all this kind of work in that way, in front of the camera and then now being behind the camera?
2: Well, honestly, <laughs> it was not my first like initial thing, it didn't really draw me in. In the beginning, I was really shy growing up, like painfully shy. And my Chiron is in Gemini. So communicating, ah, yes. the spotlight, yes. that always made me very nervous. I also had, uh, I was diagnosed with dyscalculia growing up, which okay. is like dyslexia, but in math. Yes. A lot of people haven't heard of it. I didn't know about it. And uh, I was sort of, I just felt very um, ostracized in a way, especially just you know, I didn't feel very intelligent growing up. So I really was shy and would recess, would just kind of like get away from the spotlight. But then as I just kept working hard, moving up the ladder, I started to open up and be myself more. And then I realized it just kind of hit me one day. I was an intern in New York city working in fashion And all of a sudden, you know, we were styling these women who were on the show, Gossip Girl. Do you remember that TV show? Oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was so
2: popular. And I was just there on set styling one of the stars of that show. And this thought just came into my head. And I was like, I really want to do that someday. Someday I want to be the person in the spotlight. And I don't know where it came from. Yes. But I just kind of got this bug to try it out myself. And it kind of the rest is history. I just started going for it. And I just kept trying
1: like taking each step forward.
2: Yes, exactly. I would just take the next best step. I like Oprah says that, the next best step, you know?
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, she does. You know, and Mm -hmm. I really like how BZN TV, you speak about topics that nourish mind, body, and soul. Can you share this with some of our listeners and viewers about your show and and what your desire is in reaching and connecting to people?
2: Absolutely. Um, So I feel like, you know, it takes all three components. You have to nourish your mind and you have to, you know, learn about what's going on in the world, learn about the basic skills that you need in life. Like for me, that's things like, you know, finance and mental health. And like, that's what grounds me. And then body, you know, our physical body, that's where we live, right? So yeah. you've got to nourish your body and then your soul, your spirit, the, the part of you that people can't see that sometimes you can't even articulate that soul urge that you have to become your highest version of yourself where you get inspiration. So just, I, I just thought those three things are so important and I want to be able to find experts in all of those fields, bring the information together, learn from them and then share it with an audience of people who are in the same boat or, you know, also want to grow and learn.
1: Yes. And and you're reaching a huge, you're reaching a huge audience, which must be so exciting. It's exciting for me.
2: Like how is that for you? Thank you, Lisa. Well, I I really love it. It's been a huge transformation. You know, I don't often look back, but us having this conversation forces me to kind of reflect. And I feel very lucky to be doing something that I love that nourishes me. And it really does heal a part of my soul and a part of my heart when I can nurture other people and um, give them that empathy, that understanding, that safe place that I didn't always feel like I had. So it's yeah, it's really yeah. rewarding and I it makes my day when I get an email from somebody or a DM on Instagram it just it means the world to me. So I I love it. I do.
1: Yes, and hearing you say about you tend to look forward my kind of paraphrase, you know, and and for myself we know Abraham Hicks talks about everything we want mm-hmm. is downstream, meaning looking ahead, looking forward yes. in our lives. And yet I think and know it can be really helpful to look back, to often mm-hmm. take an inventory, see who we were, yes. envisioning even what we're living now. And that for me is where I'm able to tap into a lot of gratitude and appreciation. And I'm curious for you, how do you use gratitude and and other practices in your life to stay in a state of emotional well-being and high vibration?
2: Well, I think like most people, you know, I get into my daily grind and I'll have a lot on my plate one day and I'll wake up and just feel like overwhelmed and and I forget to have gratitude. But I've noticed that um, whenever I'm in that state, I kind of pick it up pretty quickly and I remind myself I'm so, to say like, you know, I'm so grateful for my husband. Yes. I'm so grateful that I have this TV show to stress about. Yes. So <laughs> right? I'm yes. so grateful that I have these friends who are messaging me that I don't have time to see. So it's like. Yes, I love that actually. You know, and, and it's, it's tough, but I really do have to stay on top of it because I do feel very blessed in life. But I think I go on autopilot just like I think a lot of people. So it's really a daily practice and it's something that I have to remind myself sometimes I put it on my alarm on my phone so when I wake up it'll say gratitude like yeah. I do little things like that I write on my mirror with a uh, dry erase marker yes little phrases cuz I'll forget you know and and I don't remember to be grat- uh, grateful so I have little tips and tricks like that I just try to keep it where I can see it
1: you know, I really love the reframing of your experiences and what you just shared as far as being stressed out about your TV show or friends texting and, and you don't have time to get to them. And yet also in that moment, being able to switch to, oh my gosh, like I get to do this because I think that's key in managing and handling the things that we actually love in our lives that can sometimes get
2: overwhelming. I think that 100%. it's so important. It is so important. And I feel like when I start to think that way, my whole attitude just shifts. It really does. And I can just, it'll change my outlook for the day. I'll become more upbeat and it just has a positive impact on the rest of my life. And I can, right, yeah.
1: really, I can really relate to what you shared, Britt, because for myself, doing this podcast for five and a half years, and I love it. It's one of my favorite 45 minutes of the week, yet sometime, honestly, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't even want to prepare <laughs> for this. Like, are you right. kidding me? I have right. to go research another guest, and it's mm-hmm. been helpful to stop. And, and think to myself, Lisa, you didn't even have this six years ago. Like mm-hmm. this was like something I was yeah. so excited about and yet feared coming live every week with someone I don't know and having a right. conversation that could go anywhere. And it's like I get mm-hmm. to do this. So like you shared, it really helps me to reframe my life experiences to being like I get to do this. And if I really don't want to do it, I have control to stop. It's not I like, like that. Yeah, I like, like that a have lot. Choice. Mm-hmm. Can you speak to us about choice and how you exercise that in your life?
2: Sure. I feel like um, you know, whenever I feel powerless about something, that brings out the worst in me. And I yeah. think that yeah. a lot of us, right, we feel that way. Like when things feel out of our control, and. I think that's why the past year and a half, one of the many things, you know, that's been difficult about that time period for us collectively, yeah. you know, when you don't feel like you're in control, you can get into this helpless mindset. Mm-hmm. And that's when I'm at my worst, been there before, you know, and I have to remind myself not to go there. And even if I don't know what I want to do right now, I have this little exercise that I do where I'll just ask myself questions And then I'll write about my answers. Like I'll pretend like I'm asking someone else and I'll just write whatever comes to mind. And it helps me to start to realize that I do have choice. I'm not stuck. Yeah. So I think just getting the ball moving for all of us is really important when we feel that way.
1: I like that. What do you do when you feel stuck, Lisa? you know, I will go outside and go for a walk, literally. Mm -hmm. And if I can't do it in that moment, I definitely do it that day because I find that when I'm physically walking and I don't take my phone or any kind of electronic device, I just want to be with myself and the universe. And I'll just kind of just put it out there. Like, okay, this is what's going on. I'm not sure, like help me. And I feel like by the end of that walk, I'll kind of walk until I feel like there's movement. There's something that, like an awareness or an insight that's happened for me to, to go with, to think differently. And for me, it's really all about mental positioning, like our mindset, mm-hmm. and being able to direct our thoughts in the direction that we want them to go in. And often I think it's not listening to other voices around you, around me and really going with them. And what, so I'm curious, I see you nodding your head. What do you think? I'm
2: like, well, I I struggle with that. I struggle with that. Sometimes I will, um, my sun sign is Virgo. So I, you know, the hermit archetype uh, in the tarot. So I will hermit myself away at times. If I feel like I'm starting to need too much validation from other people, like when I start to say, oh, well, you know, what do you think about this? What Like I can get into that for sure. And when I start to do that, I'm like, nope, got to cut you off from that drug because you're going to need to make a choice and be brave and move forward. So I feel like, yeah, trusting yourself is a really big one. And it's something that I struggle with constantly, but it's, I think there are tools to, you know, try to navigate that without falling into some of the pitfalls.
1: Exactly. The self-doubt. I think
2: it's something mm-hmm. we all experience. We're human.
1: How, how can you not at moments question and wonder, am I on my path? Am I doing well enough? And all the things and facets of our lives. Mm-hmm. So I hear you, that you get quiet, you go within. And this could mm-hmm. be a good place to bring up astrology because one of the things I really like about your show is that you make astrology approachable. And oh, so, thank you. yeah, I'm curious, how do you see astrology? How do you view astrology in general? And and why is it such a part of your
2: work? Well, I have been into astrology for as long as I can remember. I remember like being 16 years old and having like Cosmo Girl and reading like the horoscope <laughs> of the week. And uh, my moon sign is Scorpio. So I'm into oh, mystical yeah. things and uh, I've always been very spiritual. So yeah, I just found that it is very, very accurate, at least from my world view, Mm -hmm. as far as like my personality, the personalities of my friends, the different cycles I've been through in my life. So I really love astrology because it brings a lot of clarity Mm -hmm. to me in a way that's not as tangible as like some of the, you know, inspirational books you might read or this mindset stuff that I think is helpful. This to me takes it deeper. Astrology helps me to transcend the everyday and Think on a different level. So I, I love it. And I love being able to bring it into this show. I've slowly integrated it. And yeah. everyone in Dallas has loved it. At first, I was like, I hope everybody gets this. They don't think that it's strange, but people have embraced it. And I'm, I'm so happy that they have.
1: I think that's exciting. And Wow, to bring it in your show, because it is a risk to bring in something that might be considered alternative. Mm -hmm. And yet, when you look at astrology, it can be so helpful, like you were saying, to understand Mm -hmm. patterns, propensities, you know, hidden shadow areas to just be aware of, be conscious of. So we're not repressing our emotions or experiences or denying them. And then they come Mm -hmm. out sideways and can sabotage us. Yes. So, is there something you do daily regarding astrology? It sounded almost, almost like there was. And I, so I'm curious about that. Oh, there
2: is. There okay, is. yeah, tell, do tell. <laughs> have you heard of Have you heard of uh, Susan Miller? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I have her app, and okay. I look at my daily horoscope every day for my sun sign and my rising sign. Okay. And for my husband too, so I know what I'm dealing with. Yes, I love that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just obsessed. I love it. I love the fact that um she is very accurate, super mm-hmm. dead on. So yeah, I just, I read my horoscope every month. I go on to susanmiller.com and I read the monthly, you know, horoscope for both of my signs. And then I put everything on my calendar. I mean, I do subscribe. I live yeah, and die by the transits. So, you know, I just, I love it. It's just another tool and like guidepost for me. And it helps me to understand the world a little bit better, I think.
1: How has your life improved or changed as a result of noting those transits and such on your calendar? I find that really interesting.
2: Well, it's, it's really, um, it's kind of wild. Like I, so, okay, I'll give you a recent example. So, um, recently one of my friends was getting married Mm -hmm. and there was a date that wasn't right for her. And I was able to mention it. And then she ended up changing the date. And that day ended up being a day that would have been raining and terrible. And so it's like little things like that, that I wouldn't have known that otherwise. And that's in the cool. past, I wouldn't have gone out on a limb and told her. Yeah, But I've really opened myself up to it and I embrace it. And it just helps me with little things like that in life. I can just kind of navigate the world a little bit more easily when I pay attention to the transits.
1: Okay. I think that's really Interesting. And today I was doing a little writing in preparation of a full moon meditation that I co facilitate yeah. okay. in Long Beach, California. And I was Whoa. looking at, so I was reading that four planets are stationing direct along mm-hmm. with this full moon in Aries next Wednesday. And so, mm-hmm. I, you know, from coming on your show, I'm a psychotherapist, I know about Chiron. So when I read about four planets stationing direct, opening some energy and pathways that might have been closed to Mm -hmm. us until now. Can you help us understand kind of what's happening?
2: Sure, sure. So when planets are in retrograde motion, it's a chance for us to pause and reflect on the themes that those uh, planets rule in our lives. So for example, there has been a Mercury retrograde that's going to go direct October 18th. Okay. And it hits everyone's chart differently. So I recommend going on, you know, your favorite horoscope app or place to look at where this is happening in your chart. But um, for me, I'll use myself as an example. Yeah. It's been in my house of finances. Okay. The retrograde. So what's interesting is I have been reflecting a lot about money and different things, expenses going out. It's been affecting all Virgos that way. If okay. any Virgos are listening or watching. And uh, just having this Time to think about my finances, money. When I'm going into this new season now, I'm starting to think about maybe expanding to a new network for the TV show. But okay. I'm having to get very organized financially if we're going to do that. Yeah. And I was already kind of doing this and thinking this before I realized that Mercury was retrograde in my financial area. Okay. So it's kind of it's funny because you know they go hand in hand. Life imitates astrology. Astrology tells you yes. about your life. So it just gives me more faith and confidence. You know, when I see, like, okay, it's not like this is the right path, but everyone's been reviewing a lot of things. We've kind of been in this holding pattern collectively. Uh, Jupiter has been retrograde. Okay. Uh, Saturn. So a lot of heavy yeah. planetary energy forcing us to take a pause and reevaluate because I think that when we start to move forward, I'm going to bring a little numerology into it now. Oh good. Uh, yes. 2022 is a 6 year universally for all of us. Okay. And that's a year of responsibility, harmony, beauty and abundance. So, we really do need this time. We have needed this time to reevaluate where we're going to invest our energy and our resources so that when we reach 2022, We're in the right place to be Mm. open to receiving abundance. So it's just been like a really big review for all of us. So I think that's why everyone's felt a little bit burnt out, you know, through the summer, past just a couple months. It's been a little heavy. Have you felt that way, Lisa?
1: I definitely have. And this is really helpful to hear because it has been a preparation. I've sensed that things are going to change. And I've just Mm -hmm. been telling myself, you're just going to get ready. Like keep getting ready to be ready. Even when I felt some frustration or like, come on, I'm Mm -hmm. ready for some movement, something to happen. I also still hear it's coming. And Mm -hmm. and instead of being frustrated, focus upon what other areas for me as well, financially looking at, at things Mm -hmm. to clean up, how am I spending my money? How can I, just make sure it's it's serving me in the best ways, and so wow. And I think it's really helpful to know what you just shared because it it makes sense of our
2: experience, so we can have more trust in life. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think that that's the thing—the trust in life. And you know, life can seem just all over the place at times. It can be kind of uh, stressful, and and you start to feel like you don't really understand why things happen the way they are. And for me, astrology. Helps me to make sense of it for sure. Yes,
1: I, I was taking notes as you were writing on the Susan Miller app and SusanMiller.com oh, because I have heard her name and I, mm-hmm. I'm curious to explore and do some of what you've been doing and just see what changes it affects in my life.
2: So tell me what so you think. When I you will, do it. I'd love I to will. hear.
1: Yeah. you know, And I know when I was on BZN TV, we kind of ended our conversation around this topic having to do with our North Node and how mm-hmm. Chiron can influence and inform us about that. So I was curious mm-hmm. if you want to talk some about that, because I started to feel really excited about that conversation.
2: Oh, same, Lisa. I was like, after we talked, I was like, oh my gosh, I started researching. And um, I 100%, and it was, this was all inspired by our compo. I noticed after we talked the, like, I don't know. I guess I have this new philosophy since we spoke. I think that if we look at Chiron first, and I'm really interested to know what you think about this. If we look at Chiron first and we fully understand that wound, and then we start to work on creating that healing atmosphere, turning into our superpower, like you talk about in your book. Mm -hmm. I think that that creates the perfect, Foundation for us to reach for that North Node,
1: yes, which I'm is our
2: highest mind. selves, right? That's our soul self actualization in this lifetime. So I just it kind of hit me like a ton of bricks after we spoke, and that's a new philosophy I subscribe to. What do you think?
1: You know, you were the first and only person to bring that up on Bezen TV, and it was something I had started to notice in finishing my oh, book. Wow. And I, I love the North Node because to me it it speaks about and correct me if if i'm wrong it's who we're becoming where we're going yes. like at our mm-hmm. when we're really our very best selves what makes us the happiest like this is like who we're evolving into is that accurate
2: 100% accurate yes
1: and so i started to see like you were just saying that if we when we truly address these areas of vulnerability that Chiron illuminates be it mm-hmm. in our self esteem and our personal finances and our Ability to be heard empathetically, like Chiron and Gemini, and communicate effectively and be mirrored in the way that we mostly deeply desire. As we clear Mm -hmm. up those areas, there's nothing to stop. Like, that's our evolution to truly become that North Node persona in every way. And so, when you brought it up, I was like, OMG, Mm -hmm. that's what I've been curious about, but had never had a conversation about.
2: Really? Oh my gosh. Well, you know. Lisa, I feel like it also, when we have that blind spot, that Chiron, you know, blind spot that it creates for us, it's almost like the blind
0: spot
2: creates this stuckness. Yeah. When it comes to our South node, it's like, it keeps mm-hmm. us stuck to our South node behaviors. It keeps us in a cycle. And then once we heal that Chiron wound, so I'll use, um, I'll use myself as, a yeah, name. I'd love to hear that. Cause I've been writing about this. Okay, cool. I've been very into it. So for me, like my wound is in Gemini, which is communication
1: mm-hmm.
2: and feeling like I don't like I'm not heard or I can't communicate effectively or I'm not smart enough. And then my North node is Aries. Okay. So if I, which is like the ability to be a trailblazer, um, the ability to right, like get out there and be myself, be just show up in life. Yeah. So when I can't communicate properly, it's like, then I can't get from A to B and my South node is Libra. So okay. I become dependent when I'm not communicating, oh, when I'm not wow. doing what I meant to do in life. I become codependent. I become dependent. And I am just completely cut off from the North node self-actualization of feeling like my independent full self, that bravery, that excitement. I'm just completely cut off. And I was looking at other like celebrities and things like that. I was like, I wonder if, you know, just for like some references. Yes. And I was noticing that, I really feel like it kind of – it was ringing true with just different people. What do you think? Could you see that for yourself or no? Well, that's I was just writing down your
1: north node, your south node. So my north node is in Aquarius, which Mm -hmm. I thought was interesting. Aquarius having to do with groups, friends, associations. And then my south node is in Leo, which is – I think of it more like being in the spotlight in Mm -hmm. a way, sometimes a little showy, a little – flashy, standing out, sometimes positively, sometimes negatively. And and I, is that accurate?
2: Oh, 100%. Yes.
1: So I it's definitely n- yeah, notice a change in myself that I don't need to be that standout, especially in a negative sense, and that I am looking towards collaborating with others. Certainly this podcast is an example mm-hmm. of that and sharing information, having conversations, and really connecting with others. So to me, that feels like a North Node in Aquarius
2: mm-hmm.
1: progression. Would that be true?
2: Yes. So your Chiron is in Aries, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So the way I would look at it, with your situation. And that's why I feel like this stuff is so interesting and there's like, there needs to be this like participation, you know, on a very deep personal level with each of us. When we we're like taking all this in, reading it, applying it to ourselves. Uh, It's such an inside job with your situation. I would look at it like uh, with your Chiron placement, you have to feel an innate sense of Mm self-worth and confidence and bravery that Aries superpower that you have in that Chiron placement in order to be able to support other people. Because when you don't feel that way, then you probably don't feel seen. And so you need to be in the front and center all the time, even when it might not serve you or feel appropriate for you, for your highest self.
1: Wow. I so feel that because there are times, yeah, when I'm just feeling a little low energy, I just can't even do a social media post. It's like there's nothing in me that wants to... So it definitely is like when I feel confident, yeah, when I feel inspired, when I'm happy, that's when I want to post mm-hmm. things. So I've been thinking about that, like how to, how to be more consistent or do I even need to or can I just lead in that authentic when I'm inspired or not in questioning that.
2: Yeah, I feel like our energy is so important. It and is. Sometimes I'm the same way. Sometimes I'll just try to force myself to put something out there. Because, you know, consistency and like all this stuff, it supports what we're working for. What we spend all this said you don't have the energy. I would say I would look into the Chiron wound whenever you're feeling that way. I was doing that today okay. because I was anxious about some stuff going on with the TV show. And I was like, you know what? This is my Chiron in Gemini wound. I'm just not feeling confident in that area right now. Yeah. And it forced me to like look into that. And I think if I work on it, I'll feel cleared. Absolutely. You know what I mean?
1: Yes, I do know what you mean. And I like that for you, your Chiron and Gemini, this core wounding and vulnerability around empathetic attunement, as you were speaking about, and what you do for a living, you can't help but to have healed and be healing and growing in that area just by virtue of, of what you do for a living. So it's very brave what you've chosen. Because oh, it puts you, you in touch. Yeah, do you feel that? It keeps you in touch with that part of yourself.
2: Yes, it definitely forces me to, um, like you said, the bravery part. Like as a, an Aries North Node, I constantly have to remind myself: be brave, push yourself out there, go and get what you want. And there's a part of me that's very like that, but there's another part of me that feels so much more comfortable as you know the sidekick or you know <laughs> the fun friend. You know, yes. <laughs> and so for me, it's really been eye opening. Um, to grow in this way through my creative project, through my job, because it's almost like the days when I feel like I can't do it because it's my job, I'm forced to do it. Right. So it's like, I'm just, I have to keep growing no matter what. Yes. Yes. So it's very helpful. I don't know. My soul has been, my soul definitely put me in this position for a reason. My soul's like, I'm not going to let you slack this lifetime, honey.
1: (laughs) And similarly here, whenever I think of, do I need to, change let go of anything the Mm -hmm. one thing consistently it's like you keep that no matter what is the podcast all things therapy because Mm -hmm. it really keeps me growing I feel better after every episode regardless of yeah how much I might have been in resistance before or just wanting to be lazy and not do it but you know I show up and every time I show up it's like I feel happier and stronger and more confident. I get to meet people like you that I never would have met any other way, which is awesome. My life has expanded into so many new people, places, and things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it helps. 100%. That... Yeah.
0: yeah That's the... nice.
1: Thank you. Yeah. And the Chiron and Aries having to do with the core wounding and a sense of one's value and worth. It definitely mm-hmm. keeps me in touch with healing and growing that, that part of myself.
2: I noticed when I was reading through your book, Lisa, that a lot of the Chiron placements seem to, in some way or another, come back to worth in a certain area. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's true? It's like self-worth first, but it, it all seems to kind of come back to that in some way. And I thought that was really interesting.
1: You know, I think what you're saying is interesting because I think it comes it it has to do with that coin that you're speaking of, one side being uh, valuing yourself self appreciation self validation and then the other side of that coin i see is kind of how you validate others how you your sense of power are you in aligned power with respect mm-hmm. and consideration or are you in misaligned power of manipulation mm-hmm. or taking advantage to to get your needs met in the world and i think right. it is kind of a balance of that either side of that coin
2: wow yeah and I feel like whenever I meet people who have a strong placement of either my north node sign of, of Aries or my Chiron sign of Gemini, I feel like I learn a lot from those people. Oh, that's have you notice that too? Do you feel like there are people put in our lives for certain reasons? We can pick up those skills that our soul needs. Well,
1: now that I'm hearing you say this, it helps... A lot makes sense to me. (laughs) Yes, an individual I'm learning a lot from about myself because I I notice I feel some conflicted feelings towards this person who's a dear friend. Okay. And I grow and learn so much from her. And this is making a lot of sense. Yeah. Yes. Brent. What's her placement?
2: Or can you she's not? At say? You know, she she's an Aries. No, she's was
1: Yeah, her son, her son sign in Aries, and you know that's my Chiron in Aries, and yes. we've been friends over thirty years, so there's so much love, like a sister, and yet mm-hmm. sometimes it's like this, like, butting of heads, where I even like, what the hell is going on? Like everything I say, I feel like you're fighting against, and she's like, well, no, Lisa, I feel like you're not listening, you know, and then it's like interesting. You know, I'll, yeah, wow, I'll yeah. sit back. And I realize in just giving her time to get to where she's feeling good allows me to just kind of chill out a bit. Mm-hmm. And it's been, yeah.
2: I How feel like the you? fact that you're healing your Chiron helps you to stay in a place of worth through that. Maybe that's part of what that relationship does for you. I think Maybe she stimulates right. that need for you to feel worthy so that you're like, okay, so you stay there in that friendship. Absolutely, yes. Yeah.
1: You know, I noticed you said you're writing. So are you are you working on a book?
2: I have been thinking of it for such a long time, Lisa. Okay, <laughs> tell I, me about it. Because I'm well, going to ask I, you,
1: what are you excited about? What's I would love up? to. Like what?
2: I would love to write a book. My Chiron in Gemini is afraid, terrified to write a book. What is she afraid but of? I don't know. Well, well, actually, I do know. All Chiron in Gemini things. <laughs> being, <laughs> <laughs> communicating my truth with a wider audience in a very, um, honest and vulnerable way, uh, which is also very Aries, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that that's one of the things that on my path that I'm, I need to step into step up into, you know, allow myself to experience that and to be my truest self, but it scares the heck out of me. And I don't know what I would write about. Cause I have a lot of different ideas and I've been writing for so many years. I have like, Things that I could, like books that I've written that are just on my computer that I can pull from. And I just have never published anything or put it out there.
1: You know, it's interesting to hear you say that this is scary for you because to me, what you do is more scary. And I can tell you, I used to only do an audio version of this podcast because I felt so comfortable behind headphones, not being seen, just speaking. And the studio, LA Talk Radio encouraged me like, no, you come get on video. And it was like, oh, are you? Oh, I don't really want to eek. And yet you get on camera each week. And so I'm curious how that feels different for you than the writing and expressing yourself in that way to others. Cause it strikes, strikes me.
2: Well, first of all, congratulations for being out there and you look great on video. I'm glad Thank you're doing you. it. Um, I feel like When I'm on video, um, well, usually it's it's shorter. If it's on television, it's a quicker segment. If I'm solo, it'll be something quick and cute that I put together. If it's an interview, I'm having a conversation with someone, which, you know, I have a Sagittarius rising, love talking to people. I just go into connecting mode. So I don't, I'm not thinking about the truth that I'm putting out there. I'm thinking more about how to help this person share their truth. Mm -hmm. so that's a safe space for me very Libra you know south node energy yes um and I think that if I were to publish something a work that was solely you know my thoughts my opinions published so it would have been edited there's a you know it's like some sort of formal work to me yes I would just feel like oh well now I've said it haven't I Like now it's out there. It's like, there's just a part of me that is scared. I don't know why. I don't, it feels more final and real or something.
1: Do you think it's around that being misperceived or being misread, misunderstood in in the written word?
2: It's a fear of, yes, it's a fear of people not understanding what I'm saying. um, Number one. And then number two, well, actually, you know, I was going to say people not liking me, but now that you brought that up. Yeah that might be the deeper truth. I think that I'm afraid that, um, yeah, my thoughts won't really translate the, in a way that is going to make sense to other people. And I'm just going to kind of look like a weird, <laughs> just all over the place, this book kind of just, you know.
1: Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think, I think it's a valuable risk to take because I sense that you would be so thoughtful you know, around the details of what you would share with others. And it is a way you're welcome to connect just like you do on TV and with your podcast. And I wonder even if you imagine speaking to people through your book as if it is someone in front of you on your show, if that might help you get to your voice to what Mm -hmm. she wants to say and to really imagine being in conversation as you write. Cause I know that helped me to, to be able to continue to do it. Imagining really connecting with people, you this material and, and affecting them in a positive way.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. Lisa, that's really helpful. That I'm would glad. be really, really helpful. Because I think your you book could... is beautiful. Thank by you. The way. I mean, just the way that Thank you, 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 you build and that you go through the book, and in the beginning, you can really learn about how to think about what you're about to learn and how to use what you're about to learn, and then the actual tools at the end. Um, I, I love it so much. And I really admire the fact that you put that out there.
1: Thank so. you, Brett. There were some hard knocks al- along the way that actually helped me with my confidence in myself, some publisher really? potential publishers that just tore it apart. One publisher oh, that man. I was actually yeah, really interested Please. in. Yeah. And delighted that they were interested. They tore it apart. I cried for seven days, literally a week. <laughs> and then Definitely. I said, you know what? Yes. you, you Put these tears away, you open that email, you print it out, and you see if there's any truth in it. And okay. when I did it from that perspective, they had some wonderful insights that I hadn't considered. And I could actually make the manuscript better and really more mm-hmm. of, of how I wanted to reach people and less of how I didn't. So I really took that as a, an advantage to, you know, once I cried and felt like, you know, I'm not a writer and I can't do it. And all that, that old story, even the right, old right. story the old that, story. Mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, I want to see beyond this. And their, their critical feedback was actually so helpful that wow. it was like, oh my gosh, thank you for this. So I think it's the way you see, you know, how we can see things and look at ourselves.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's really, that's really nice to hear. And I feel like that was your, you know, your Chiron superpower of feeling worthy enough to be able to take it in and yeah. make the change, so you can still, you know, be the trailblazer that you are, and move forward. Thank you. That's that's awesome. Yeah.
1: Thank you. So, what is next for you, Britt, and your trailblazing and your creation? What's like? What are you most excited about? Anything coming up?
2: Well, I mean, right now, I am loving putting out this weekly podcast. Yeah. It's been a real, you know, creative outlet. It's it's a totally different format from producing a television show because with that, there's like a certain amount of time, you know, that you edit and, and you, it's 28 minutes and 30 seconds. And so I was used to that framework for a long time. And then starting the podcast in the summer, it allows me to get a lot deeper with the people that I, you know, get to interview. And it allows me to do some solo episodes where I just explore different things that I'm learning or great books that I'm reading, you know, just different things. And that's been really inspiring. It's really helped me to dig a little deeper into my own truth so I can start sharing that more with people. Yeah, That's been fun. And I would love to expand to another television market. Okay. We were going to do that before the, you know, the whole pandemic situation. And then that, you know, pushed us back like it did for so many people. Right, But um, I'm starting to open up to that again. It's probably because Saturn finally went forward in my place of my house of work. Yes. So I mean, there's just been a lot that I've been kind of learning through growing through working on and I don't know, I feel like I'm in a great place right now. So really, I just want to keep doing what I'm doing and keep uh, expressing maybe a book now too, Lisa. I don't know, maybe you've you've emboldened me enough to where I can do it. You know, Britt, I'm
1: feeling led to say for you to consider for yourself, when I just heard you speak about the solo episodes you're doing and the things that are really lighting you up, you might want to consider looking at that material and, and using that as even a template for your book. Oh, I definitely wow. see you writing a book. I definitely see like it You needs. do? Yes, okay. absolutely, yes. And I'm going to have you on <laughs> to talk about it. And I'm excited to read it already. I feel like even taking the solo shows as maybe a backbone that you can construct and pull in. the the things to support it, I really see that possibly being a way to approach this. What do you think?
2: I think that's so encouraging. And I'm inclined to believe that everything that makes us feel fear is exactly what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I feel like I'm going to have to learn and overcome this fear, which would probably feel really amazing. So um, yeah, I I definitely want to do it. I just need to figure out how to organize it. That whole Chiron and Gemini thing.
0: Well, I think, Gemini. however,
1: there's no right or wrong. Whatever method, if it's paper. See, I'm already going into computer, it. I'm already doing it in my head. But it's okay. That's natural. I think you just do it anyway and put okay. it down when it feels overwhelming and come back to it. But to even start, I think it's going to feel really awesome to you.
2: Okay. I'm, well, I'm, I'm going to do it then. All right. Here we go.
1: Yes. So, Britt, I can't how... believe you've
2: inspired this. I'm so glad. <laughs> so I really feel this
1: to be a yes for you. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. So how can our listeners and viewers find you?
2: Well, if you go to BZN TV on Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram or Brit Madrid with 1T, and then I also have a YouTube channel, BZN TV, where people can watch show episodes that are only air on ABC in Dallas. You can catch them there, including the episode with you, Lisa. So, yeah, that's where everybody can can find me.
1: Awesome. Britt, thank you so much for taking your time today. I love you. I feel like just such a kinship Aww. with you from from meeting. And um, thank you. this has been just a delight. And I'm ready for Likewise. your otherwise. Thank you. Well, I
2: appreciate you so much. You've inspired me, just like I'm sure you inspire so many of your listeners. So thank you, Lisa. It's been an honor to be here.
1: You're so welcome, Britt. Have the best rest of your day. Thank you, you too. You're welcome. Yes. That concludes my show today with Britt Madrid of B Zen TV and B Zen with Britt podcast. Check her out. Thank you for taking your time this week. Please go and rate and review all things therapy where you listen. All of my love, and I'll see you next week.
0: You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir, only on LA Talk Radio.